0: Hi, my name is Ava. This is your Truth For Your Twenties podcast with your host, Katie Bormer, my mom. Enjoy listening. As I record this, it is Friday morning, March 20th, and this will air on Monday, March 23rd. I'm pointing that out because we are in the middle of a pandemic. There is so much change happening daily, and I don't really know from one day to the next what all to expect. Uh, Just journaling for myself so I can hopefully look back in a year or two and listen to this podcast, but the coronavirus has broken out, and so our, our world really is all in quarantine. We are doing social distancing. We're trying not to spread the virus. Meanwhile, fear is overtaking everyone. We're shutting down stuff. We're having huge economic impacts. Colleges are shut down and there's a lot to process. In this episode, I'm talking directly to my friends that are in college. College life is such a beautiful social time, yet there's so many groups with canceled graduation, canceled events, high schools having canceled proms, there's canceling formals, there's so many cancellations, and we're just trying to sort through all of our emotions. As a sorority speaker, I know I have a lot of girls listening who are in sororities. So this episode, we're talking about how to make the most of your sisterhood, which is a beautiful thing. And we're going to talk about that. But how do you make the most of it when you can't even see your sisters? My name is Katie Bulmer, a former heartbroken and hungover sorority girl. After I stopped looking for love in all the wrong fraternity boys, God blessed me with a husband who shows Christ's love to me every single day. We are parents of two daughters and thousands of others nationwide, and my heart behind everything I do is to give you truths. The world is screaming at you a bunch of lies, and I don't want you to hear those loud voices I want you to hear the true voices. Grab your earbuds, grab a chai tea, and let's talk about some truth for your 20s. Before we dive in, I always check the reviews on the podcast, and I love reading your words. If you are kind enough to take a moment to leave a review, I would love to give you a shout out here on the podcast. That shout out today is for Tara. She says, I'm a girl in my 20s, but never been in a sorority. I also don't share the same faith as Katie, but OMG, this show is awesome. I get so much value out of it, and there really is just so much truth to what she shares. Tara, thank you so much for those words. That means a lot. I love your perspective. I love that you can tune in, even if we don't have all the same views and everything. And that's what's so cool about this platform. I just love to be able to hang out with with everyone and just share truths from what I've learned along the way. And um, I'm just so glad that you're here. Thank you for leaving a review. And if you leave a review, friends that are listening, I would love to share your words on our next episode. Ooh, okay, friends, (laughs) Our world is in crazy time, and I am trying to help sort through all of this myself, but I'm learning a lot. And you probably heard it said, like, this is unprecedented times. This is all new. I mean, my lifetime, my parents' lifetime, we have never experienced something like this. So we're just trying to figure it out. What does it even mean to have college remotely for an entire half of a semester? What does it mean when, you know, so many events are canceled and the economic impacts? Like, we, we don't know. We do not know. But the human race has an incredible track record of getting knocked down like this, that is not new, you know, having stock market crashes or sicknesses or natural disasters like that is not a new thing. But how do we get through the mist of it? And how do we rise up stronger when it's all said and done? My goal with everything I do is to provide you guys the best research truths I can find. So as I was doing my homework on all of this, I found the best way to start on how to get a grip on everything that's happening in our world is starting with ourselves, starting with our own mental state with everything that's happening. So I just want to be real with you guys. About two days ago, I had a big old cry. You know, you know, you got (laughs) to... Sometimes you just have to have a cry. So personally, this is, I work in the promotional items business. I know you don't see a lot of that on my social media because I talk about speaking and my book and sorority girls business, but I also have another business where I do marketing and that's taking a big hit because we do promotional items for events. So the t-shirts and the cups those items are not needed when the events are canceled. So we've just had cancellations left and right. You know, our boss had to lay off one of our artists and have another co-worker go to part-time because there's just not enough money to make the salaries. To add to that, two-thirds of my income <laughs> come in the months between March and May. So ugh. I don't know what all of this means yet. I mean, we do have an emergency fund. Actually, funny story, this episode was originally scheduled to be about our financial testimony, and I'll definitely still want to share that. But I mean, we do not live paycheck to paycheck. We are debt free. We are big Dave Ramsey people. Look that up if you don't know what I'm talking about. So, you know, we're going to be okay. It's just, you know, I had to have a good cry about all of these uncertainties. And I want to point that out because I think that when we suppress emotions and don't feel it and just kind of ignore it, then that's when those feelings can kind of fester and grow. So it's important to notice what we're feeling. It's important to like, just, just to feel those feelings so if you're feeling sad or anxious or worried about anything like feel those feels we kind of live in a society of pick yourself up by your bootstraps you'll be okay and there is a time for that but this whole episode was inspired because we got a dm from a girl who had worked gosh hours and weeks to plan a social a service social actually to serve her community like a, a great thing and it got canceled and of course she's upset and you know I think it's okay. It's okay, my friend. Like, feel those feels. Punch a pillow. Journal it out. You know, I say this all the time when I talk to girls who are going through a breakup. A breakup is a death. And in some ways, a lot of this is a death of what you thought would be. You know, you thought you were going to have that formal. You thought you were going to have that graduation. We all thought we had more time At school, in college, with your sorority sisters, you had planned for weeks and months the events and all the things, and you looked forward so much to your junior year or your senior year or whatever it is to do the thing, and now the thing is canceled, so like feel those feels is the first thing I want to point out. Go there, talk it out with a friend who gets it, feel those emotions. And after you take a moment to grieve, then we talk about how to look at this more positively and how to move forward, which leads me to talk to my friends in sororities. There's so many things I'm sure going through your brain, but I want to talk about right now, how do we make the most of your sisterhood, of your friendships when you can't actually be physically together. So I have a lot of ideas. I've actually asked several sorority girls that I get to chance to work with as interns and ambassadors, put it out there on social media and just brainstormed myself. And here are some ideas that we got together that will hopefully serve you in making the most of this quarantine time. I don't even know. Do we have a name for it? First thing gratitude. Gratitude is a game changer in every instance. I do what's called the Start Today Journal. This is started by Rachel Hollis. And every morning you write down five things you're grateful for. And there's another exercise to it, but we're going to focus on this right now. So where you write down five things you're grateful for, and those five things have happened within the past 24 hours, because, you know, it's easy to sit down and write down, oh, I'm thankful that, you know, I feel good and I have a family and, and that's all good. But when you write it down every day, something that's happened within the past 24 hours, you start to think about, I am thankful that I have Well, shoot, let's see. This is just what I wrote down yesterday morning. It says that I'm thankful for slower mornings. We do not have the normal morning routine with getting the kids up and dressed and out the door for school because we're all at home. So slower mornings are something I'm grateful for right now during the season. I put I'm thankful for granola. (laughs) We got this new granola from Costco and it's super good. I put, I'm thankful that Brian goes to Costco because he went out into the great unknown that is Costco during the middle of a pandemic and I didn't have to go and he got said granola. And so, you know, little things I am grateful for. I also wrote down, I am grateful for the warmer weather because, oh my gosh, I'm so glad this isn't happening in the middle of January when it's super cold or even the middle of July when it's super hot, at least in the Chattanooga area. So I'm grateful for these temperatures And I also put that I'm grateful for Wi-Fi. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if this happened like even in the 90s before we could communicate via our screens? Holy smokes, I'm so grateful that we have Wi-Fi to continue to communicate with each other. So those are just five random things that came to me without a lot of thought. And starting your day with five things you're grateful for instantly shifts your attitude to look for more things to be grateful for. So this is a cool exercise to do with a friend remotely. You can post this on social media like every day, write down five things you're grateful for and tag a friend, tag a few friends. That would be a really cool idea to not only change your own mindset, but help share with all of your friends. Gratitude is so powerful and contagious contagious in a good way. <laughs> contagious is a little bit of a buzzword right now. Okay, another similar idea that you can do with a friend is prayer walking. This is something I started not too long ago, but um, I kind of got out of the practice because it has been raining for constantly here in Chattanooga, but thankfully that stopped. So I started prayer walking again and literally just walk out my front door and walk around the neighborhood and prayer walk. There's something about the movement of your body and the way it like releases anxiety and stuff and, and just helps you focus. My friend actually said her counselor suggested her to go on a walk every day and just kind of sort through her emotions. And I thought that was really cool. So for me, I, you know, I'm all about getting in your closet and having that quiet time, but I don't know oh, man I'm just so much better when I'm moving and praying so for me I just go outside on my front door and walk around the neighborhood and pray so what I pray specifically for our families because I feel like families are the foundation of our home and the foundation of everything on a side note I think that if all of this craziness passes and our families become stronger because of it It was worth it. Think about all the families that are at home more now, spending time more together. Moms are learning more about what their kids are doing at school and kids are learning more about what their parents do it's just a really cool opportunity for, for the family unit to become stronger. But anyway, what I pray about is for families in our neighborhood and just becoming more loving and husbands to fall in love with their wives all over again and wives to fall in love with their husbands and prodigal children to come home and just praying for that family unit. Cause I feel like it's the foundation of everything. So after I pray for families, then I pray for my friends on Greek Row. You guys know my passion is to help empower, serve, and help sorority women see the change that they have within themselves they often don't see in the mirror. One of the great ironies of life is before your frontal lobe is even developed, which is the risk decision making area of your brain, before that is even fully developed, you have to make huge decisions in your life. So a lot of times in college, people decide where they're going to live after graduation, who they're going to marry, what they're going to do for the rest of their career. Yet your frontal lobe, which is the problem solving impulse control panel of your brain, is isn't fully developed. It doesn't develop until you're 24 or 25 years old. <laughs> so it's just such an irony of life. So I pray. I pray for them that they're surrounded by people who help them make wise decisions. So an idea to make the most of this time is FaceTime a friend and prayer walk. You could FaceTime anyone from anywhere in the world. Or, you know, if maybe you have someone you live nearby that you are already been in community with, prayer walk with them. Get outside and just prayer walk. I started doing this when I was at Georgia Southern University. We would literally, it was me and just a few sorority friends at the time, we would just get out and prayer walk around Greek Row. Y'all, incredible things can happen when you are willing to get out and prayer walk. If you have not read yet, I highly recommend The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. It is a pastor who is in Washington, D.C., and they literally prayer walked around the property that would later become the church. And it just crazy stories. In the book, he shares there was about a million and one reasons why they should not have gotten that property. But they did, and they attribute all these incredible miracles to them getting out and prayer walking. If you haven't yet heard my story about prayer walking for Greek Rose specifically, check out Stephanie Mae Wilson's podcast, Girls' Night. I am on episode 76 with her. The episode is called How to Pray and What Can Happen When We Do. I don't know how to sum it up in a sentence, but here is a quote from Mark Batterson, who wrote the book Circle Maker, which I attribute to my just desire for this prayer walking thing. He says, bold prayers honor God and God honors bold prayers. God isn't offended by your biggest dreams or your boldest prayers. He is offended by anything less. If your prayers aren't impossible to you, they're insulting to God. Oh shoot, drop that mic. What a better time, friends, to just get out and pray. Pray for crazy miracles. Pray for revivals on Greek Row. One of our friends who is has prophetic dreams says she believes that swarthy houses will become houses of worship. What? What does that even mean? I don't know, but get out and pray about it. Pray for relationships. Pray that my friends on Greek Row are going to change the dating world, that you guys are the change that can and will make our world a better place. Like Y'all get out there and pray big and important and world-changing prayers. Ooh, we! I get fired up about that kind of stuff. Okay, so the next part, I'm just going to be a little, a lot faster of just kind of rapid fire ideas that I got from you guys in the community of ways we can make the most of the sisterhood when you cannot see your sisters. So here are some cool ideas we got love on your sisters through social media with a chapter specific hashtag. I've actually seen a lot of these going around of different ways to just encourage each other. So definitely get involved in the social media encouragement sisterhood train. FaceTime a sister and cook together and teach each other a new recipe. FaceTime your girl gang and do a worship night. Do virtual workout videos together or yoga together. Start a virtual book study or Bible study with your sisters. Plan awesome events for fall and give your sisters something to look forward to. Go through your phone and find favorite memories of the semester and send it to your sisters. Set up virtual coffee dates with your friends. See if your chapter could set up pen pals within your chapter or another sorority. You know how they have flat Stanleys and he travels around and is mailed to different people? What if you did your founding sister? So for example, I'm an 80 pie and our founding sister is named Eugenia Tucker Fitzgerald. So instead of flat Stanley, we could have flat Eugenia and like mail her to the whole chapter throughout this quarantine time and just let her travel through the mail to where everyone lives and everyone's home during this time. She would have such a fun little adventure getting to meet every girl in your chapter. And then maybe your historian or a certain chair within your sorority could combine all of the cute little adventures that your flat founder had and put it in a digital scrapbook. What a fun idea. Another way your sisterhood could come together serving the community specifically within the middle of this pandemic is to serve our elderly friends. The elderly population has been hit especially hard with the threat of this virus, and I want to just make sure that we serve and reach out and let them know that they are not a forgotten community. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but when I was 20, I thought I was smarter than everyone, and I just kind of disregarded people who were much older than me, like they didn't understand and they don't get my life, and it wasn't until I was in my 30s that it was kind of like... Oh, there are people who have been where I have been. There are people who have raised children before me. There are people who have, you know, loved and lost and built homes and done these careers far before me. And what a great opportunity to learn wisdom from our elderly community. So, one of the ideas I came across to make the most of this time is creating pen pals within your elderly community. Maybe even writing, you know, I am a nursing major. I'm curious if you have any retired nurses there. What is it like? What did you see? Tell me about your career, or I'm a teacher, or I want to be a... I don't know, whatever you want to be when you grow up, surely there is a retired person who has done that for their entire career or at least a large portion of it. And so much wisdom that you can learn and develop a new lifelong friend. What a cool opportunity. And this could be done throughout your sisterhood. You can encourage your pledged class or perhaps even your whole chapter to all write letters to your local retirement home. And as I'm sure the members in your chapter are spread out all over the place, this could be a cool way to write letters to retirement homes all across our nation and have a really cool opportunity to bridge that gap and make a new lifelong friend in the process. Another way to serve our elderly friends is perhaps if you are back home, you might have a neighbor who cannot get out to get groceries or cannot get out to pick up a prescription and you can run that errand for them. Of course, keep in mind the whole social distancing and being careful not to spread any germs, but you can easily run to the store and leave a bag of groceries and a sweet note on their front porch. And that can be a huge, potentially even life-saving errand that you can easily do to help serve an elderly neighbor. Lastly, if you have young siblings or young friends in your neighborhood. I know we have a friend who is um, actually works in a retirement home. And she said a good way to serve is just to have the kids write little notes and draw pictures. And we can mail that and deliver it to the retirement home. So that's maybe a project that you can do if working with kids is something that you love to do. A few final ideas are to tag friends in social media challenges. I just got tagged in doing a 10 push-up challenge and then you like tag five other friends. This is a way just to create community. You know, social media gets a bad rap, but I think especially in times like these, social media is our lifeline. In the past when I've done social media breaks, the thing I miss about it most is it truly is just social. It is a way to communicate and create community with your friends. And what a better time, and that it is needed specifically, is when we cannot see and have that social interaction with our friends. So, enjoy and take advantage and use social media to all the best of its abilities. A lot of creative things are coming out now, and you, my young people friends, are probably the best when it comes to coming up with these ideas. So, if you have a clever way to get in touch and create community with your sisters through social media, I would love to hear about it. Please tag me on Instagram at Katie Bulmer Life. I'd love to share your ideas and keep this conversation going. Lastly, at the beginning of this week, as all of this was coming out, we we're trying to make heads or tails of what all of this means, and all of my speaking events were being canceled, of course, because school is canceled. I was like, how can I still encourage sisterhood and make the most of this time? I scheduled an online meeting with all of our ambassadors and interns just to kind of brainstorm how do we best serve and make the most of our sisterhood when we cannot see our sisters. So I'm really excited to announce as the time this podcast airs, I'm going to have two options available to best help you guys make the most of this time together. So one of those options is being able to Skype with your executive board leaders and or Panhellenic. So this is a leadership meeting, how to be a leader when you don't have the events and you don't have the sessions, your leadership is still so needed and so valuable, especially during this time. So this is new curriculum I came up with. I have a PDF that I have done this a few times with executive boards. We've Skyped in and I've done live meetings with leaders and we've talked about what it looks like to be a leader, but this is going to be similar to that yet specifically during this time how to best lead your sisters ideas of making the most of your sisterhood. And so I'm really excited to announce that. Also, if you hear my kids in the background, (laughs) we are all at home together. I've tried to find a quiet place, but that does not exist during quarantine time when we are all at home together. So as we brainstormed how to serve the leaders, your executive board, we thought why not continue to do the large group of your chapter meetings or even your Panhellenic and encourage sisterhood? I still, till the day I die, I will say that sorority is such a beautiful thing. And our history of humankind has a track record of coming together in the face of adversity. Never has sisterhood had more adversity than we were all not together, but we can make the most of this. So what we want to do is offer large group Zoom calls cause. So I have a link where everyone can log in remotely wherever they are in the world. We get the energy as we come together in a group for this greater cause of your sisters, of standing for something bigger than yourselves, getting ideas, feeding off of each other, and sharing how we can make the most of the sisterhood, even when we can't all physically be in the same room. Again, this is new content, so if I have been to your school before and if you've heard my message, this is not going to be the same thing. This is specifically directed as we are navigating this quarantine time, the coronavirus, as we're all separated in different parts throughout the country, yet bringing us together and making the sisterhood a beautiful thing despite the adversity. I'm actually kind of inspired. I'm kind of inspired to see what will come of this. You know, looking back at our history books, almost every great movement started with young people, perhaps these unique circumstances, which none of us saw coming will give us time to reflect and brainstorm and dream. And oh my goodness, can you imagine in 10, 20 years, even two years, we look back and say, remember when we were all stuck in our homes and then so-and-so had this idea or these two people got together on a Skype call and had this incredible dream. I'm just excited to see what can happen through this. And I want to help you make the most of the sisterhood. And I do believe we could truly can make the most of this together. If you're listening to this episode before Tuesday, March 24th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, I encourage you to log on to a free Zoom call I'm hosting with Sawarty women nationwide. No matter your football team, no matter what letters you wear, no matter what state you're in, we encourage all sorority women to get together to brainstorm even more ideas, to come together in the face of this adversity and link arms and say, we will figure this out together. The easiest way to get in on that zoom call is find me on Instagram at Katie Bulmer life. The link in my profile right now is all the information you need to save your seat at this webinar. And please tell your friends. I hope that we can get a lot of sorority women to show up and to brainstorm together. I say all the time, sorority women have so much more in common than we do differently. And what a better opportunity to come together in the face of adversity and say, It's okay, guys, we got this. We incredible things are going to happen in our sisterhood, in our world. And we're going to look back saying these were the days when sorority women truly decided to change the world. Hey, if you made it to the end of this podcast, that means we spent like 30 or 45 minutes together. That basically means we're best friends. And best friends need to help each other out. So sister, I would love if you take a screenshot of this episode, put it out there on social media and tag me at Katie Bulmer Life because I would love to thank you, give you a virtual hug and make this friendship official. You sharing it with your friends are the reason this podcast is growing. You are the people who are helping it and I'm so freaking thankful for you. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. I hope that you gain some truth, Your 20s. Hey, my name is Hannah Boomer. Thanks for listening to my mom's podcast. Bye. (laughs) And our work here is done.